This is Family Time 114, and we're moving into responsible decision-making. Specifically, we're focusing on how we get to the root of a problem. This is a very difficult thing. We all have problems in our lives. We all have stressors. We all have different obligations. That's what I want each of you to identify first. Identify an actual problem in your life. It could be something that seems pretty small to you, but it's an issue, it's an annoyance, or it can be something really big. But I want you to pick some actual problem in your life so we can spend some time thinking about something that applies to you practically. Then we're going to just kind of do some brainstorming about what the actual cause of that problem is that the cause of the the pain that it's causing you the the annoyance or the anger that you feel toward it the frustration we want to get to the root of that that's not an easy thing to do that's that's what counseling and therapy a lot of that is aimed at identifying the issues in our lives and then kind of working back from the issue to, to find that root cause. And that's a very important thing. And it's important that you understand that it is a resource to go to a counselor, to go to a psychologist, a therapist of some kind. That's a, a valid resource. Especially when our problems maybe seem overwhelming or we're having having a difficult time managing them and everybody falls into that sometimes but it's also important that we try to practice some of these skills in our daily lives everybody can practice identifying problems and trying to get to the root of those problems and that's how we really start to change things in our lives i often feel like our problems come at us a little bit like the Hydra. If you're familiar with Greek mythology, the Hydra was the monster that had the heads and Hercules would cut off one head and then two heads would spring back. Our problems are often like that. We're kind of cutting away at the surface and if we keep just trying to to respond to the symptoms instead of the cause of the problem, we often create more problems. What we have to do is we have to get to the heart of the thing. We have to get to the heart of the issue before we can hope to change it. And we see often in our lives. We often see that response to the symptoms instead of to the cause. It's because we can only see the symptoms. Those are the things that are tangible. It's a lot harder to see why that's happening. But why is always the essential question. That's, that's what we should be aiming for. And I think... When we're looking at issues, 
we're looking at our own challenges, it's good to think about our needs. What needs we're trying to meet or what needs other people are trying to meet. We'll talk more in class, but I like to use two different thoughts, schools of thought on human needs. One is Maslow's hierarchy of human needs. For all the teachers watching this, we're all familiar. We learned about Maslow's hierarchy of human needs when we were in our education classes. And I think that's an important thing to consider for all of us when we're in class, when we're just interacting with people in general. Maslow postulates that all humans have a certain set of needs that exist on a scale. It sort of builds this pyramid, this triangle that goes up. And at the base is physiological needs. We have to meet our physiological needs first. Those are the things that keep us alive. Food, shelter, sleep, clothing, those sorts of things. Above physiological needs, we need to meet those things first. Then above physiological needs is safety needs. After we have the things necessary to keep us alive, now we need to be safe. That means physically safe from harm, also mental safety. Once we've met those two sets of needs, then we can move up to a sense of love and belonging. We all need some sense of belonging. But we're not really able to feel like we belong or, or that we have a sense of love if we haven't met those physiological and safety needs. After love and belonging comes esteem, which is building respect for ourselves, self-esteem, self-efficacy, those sorts of things. And then the last thing is self-actualization, which is our own internal desire to be the best versions of ourselves. As teachers, that's what we're kind of always striving for. That's what we want for all of you. We want you to build a, a sense of esteem, a sense of who you are. We want you to be self-actualized individuals who can go out into the world and, and pursue the things you're passionate about. That's what we want. It really is. And we, we use the things, we use the tools that we have. I've often said... I'm probably only kind of good at like five things. So I have tried to make that what I do with my life. I know a little bit about drawing pictures and painting. So I teach art. I know a little bit about writing. I know a little bit about football, whatever it is. I take those few things that I know a little bit about these things. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I've, I've got a handle on some of these things. And I'll use those whatever resources available, to try to impact other people. To help you reach that sense of love and belonging, that esteem, that self-actualization. But I also have to understand that if those base needs aren't being met, we're never going to get to the top of the mountain. We're just not. I think that sometimes... In class, if I have a student who 
maybe isn't responding to some of the things we're covering in class the way that I would hope or seems to be just struggling in general. And I have to ask myself, what need is not being met there? I think that with my younger students, if a, if a student seems to be acting out, doing things that can be frustrating sometimes, then I have to wonder, okay, well, what's, what's really going on here? What's the root cause? Are there some needs that aren't being met? We have to recognize that as students interacting with each other. There are individuals in your class right now who maybe don't have some of those base needs being met. Who maybe don't feel safe. Either when they're at school, when they're at home. But if you don't feel safe, then you're not going to feel like you belong. If you don't feel like you belong, then we can't develop that self-esteem, that self-actualization. We have to understand that. We have to recognize that with other people too. And recognize that maybe we can impact other people. If somebody doesn't have a sense of belonging, we can extend a hand. And help someone else feel a little more welcomed. Feel like they belong. Because everyone has that need. And back to our idea of identifying the root of the problem, that's something we can do for ourselves as well. We can say, if I've been struggling with this thing, why is that? Why do I maybe have this same issue over and over again? What need am I trying to meet? The other school of thought on human needs that I like to use is from the motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. He identifies six human needs. Certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection and love, growth, and contribution. I think that's another good list to look at. And if we do a little self-assessment... We can maybe pick out, oh, these areas, even though we, we all have those needs to some degree, maybe we have a strong draw toward a specific need. I know for me, I think, just assessing myself, I tend to be very growth-oriented. Growth is very important to me. I know I am unhappy when I feel like I've stagnated when I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I'm not very happy with that. That's something I can check with myself where if I feel a little off, I don't feel as enthusiastic about something as I normally do, I can check with myself and say, maybe it's because I've just been doing the same thing and I, I don't feel like I've been growing in that area. That's a big, I, big thing I identify when I'm feeling a little off. So that's just an example. We're going to talk about how we can maybe pick out issues we're having or issues we're having with other people. Last week we talked about relationships. This is a great way to look at some of our relationships and say, okay, if I'm having, a, having an issue with this relationship, what needs am I trying to meet? 
what needs are the other person trying to meet, and is that causing the conflict? That then is the root of the problem. That's the real issue. It's not the surface level stuff. It's maybe not the things we've been arguing about. And if you, in any relationship, friendship, a romantic relationship, we often find ourselves in those situations where we're arguing about something, we're getting upset about something, but that's not really what we're mad about. That's not the real issue. We're just attacking that head of the hydra, that surface level thing. If we step back and take a look and honest evaluation, then we can decide, okay, here's, here's the real issue here, I think. And then we can hopefully work together to fix the problem because we're at the heart of it now. Let's spend some time this week thinking about our issues a little bit and from where those issues stem. Until next time, much love. Thank you.